Welcome to another episode of It's Worth Living. Uh, it's always a pleasure having um, having our uh, audience listening in. Uh, this episode is uh, interesting because it couldn't come at a better time while uh, we are really processing different things. So the topic for this week is a process. Um, again, the topic is a process. Uh, I know that comes with a lot of questions, but first, let's hear what uh, Ed had to say about it. What comes to mind when we uh, when we start something like uh, a topic like this, a process? What comes to mind, Ed? Well, Pete, uh, what comes to mind uh, as we um, you know brainstorm this episode? Um, we look at within the last two two years, um, the changes that took place uh, mentally, physically, emotionally. And so with COVID, uh, during COVID, post-COVID, um, many people are um, dealing with a process of grieving, mm -hmm. grieving. And um, when I looked it up, you know, it wasn't just um, grieving to the point of losing someone, but grieving had different parts. Um, I read a study uh, and it said that at least 57% of Americans um, are grieving post COVID. Hmm. After 2021, at least 57 to 60% of people are um, dealing or processing grieving. And um, while they looked at it and it showed that many um, are grieving through the loss of um, family members, loved ones, um, I wanted to dive a little bit more, Pete, and to look, uh, to, see, to see if grieving only focused on grieving, on death, and it did not. You know, it shows that, you know, people grieve in many areas. Um, it can be... Um, um, even during COVID, loss of job, loss of home, um, loss of independence, um, loss of you know separation, family. It's just so many different areas. Mm -hmm. you know? And like I said, with the title of process, many people are trying to figure out in their minds, how do I move forward? Yeah. All the different changes that are taking place. Mm -hmm. You know, for me, for example, I work in the class, you know, I work in the schools and I deal, I see students on a regular basis in my office. And even children are grieving, believe it or not. And it's not just, again, loss of family members, but you see a loss of um, a grieving due to the process of having to be in a new school, being a new kid on the block, having no friends, um, self-identity, loneliness, depression, suicide ideation, you know, all these different topics, all these different things that are going through their minds and as they're trying to process it, they're grieving and not necessarily understanding and knowing how do I move forward? What do I need to do? How can I get over this? Because this is taking over my life and it's too much to handle. Mm -hmm. Grieving process. You, you couldn't describe it any better. I mean, um, the, the term process in itself, in its original form and its original definition, basically says that, you know, the steps that you're taking Mm. you know, to achieve a particular goal. So basically, the, those kids who are grieving or processing things to 
try to see to get familiar with the curriculum, with the new people, new area, or whatever it is that is different from what they're used to. That in itself is a process. I tell patients, the clients all the time, look, it's a process. You know, we're working on this, we're working on that, but it's a process. And I say that just to encourage them with the steps that they have to take in order to get them familiarized with what is new, what is going to be new in their lives. Because uh, we know things don't stay the same. Things change on a regular basis. Now, sometimes it is, it is a dramatic change. And that change can leave a trauma if we don't process it properly. Mm -hmm. The process in itself can be very important in our lives as we move forward. Now, we talked about grieving. I, myself, I'm grieving uh, the dear family member who just passed on. Right? Mm -hmm. So um, when I sit down and trying to think about what's happening, I have to literally think about, okay, what am I going to do moving forward? Mm -hmm. This person was dear to us, and this person was very important to the family. Now that they're no longer there, you have this um, this uh, pain that you have to deal with, which is with any type of process that you're doing. Like, okay, let me let me choose a simple process. Let's say you move into a new house. Okay, you have to turn the lights on every time you move into a new room because you don't you don't remember you don't know where everything is. Mm -hmm. It's a process for you to get to know the area, to get to know the place, get to familiar, familiarize yourself and get comfortable in that new position in order for you to really feel, okay, yes, now I've gone through it. I think I'm, I'm good with it. Now, same, uh, uh, now I'm not comparing with the grieving process as far as losing someone, but when you lose the person, you're constantly thinking about the person, the things that, that the, the things that they used to do, the conversation that you guys have had, and it can be a little tough in dealing with, and sometimes it brings tears. But at the end of the day, you do have to figure out how do I move forward without that person being around anymore. You know what the, the crazy thing is? Mm -hmm. Even if you were not dealing with that person on a daily basis, it's still becomes a problem for you to move on knowing that the person is not there. I can't reach them whenever I want to anymore. You see what, you see what I mean? And the thing is, uh, unfortunately, a lot of people take it a lot harder and it takes such a toll on their lives. It sort of distract the, you know, their life moving forward, which is what be, uh, you know, the trauma is. It becomes a trauma that they can't move forward. So in this episode, hopefully people will understand Yes, we do have a process. We do have to grieve. We do have to do all this. But at the end of the day, we do have to find a way in our hearts, in our lives to actually move forward. Thoughts? Yeah. You know, after hearing you, you know, you share this, the things that you shared just now, um, it even hurts, you know, because it's just um, an experience that I can't, for the most part, you don't, you don't necessarily know how to prepare for it, even when, even if you know, even mm -hmm. if you've heard news. For example, a young lady was in my office yesterday, and um, uh, they told her that um, she can come and see me. And while she was in my office, they had to break the news down to her and share that, hey, um, um, her parent, her grandma's in the hospital, they're getting ready to pull the plug. Mm -hmm. And well, they, 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 wanted to share, they wanted to share that, hey, they didn't, say, they didn't say that in those exact words, but they wanted to share that, hey, 
um, your mom is going to the hospital to tend to your grandmother, would you like to go? And she already understood what was taking place. So as she stood in my office, tears started coming down. Yeah. And I gave her something to give her a moment. And she shared, you know, um, I knew that this was happening, but I wasn't ready. I didn't expect it to happen so quickly. You know, and all mm-hmm. she did at that time while she was there, I, you know, try to be supportive as best as you can. And, 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 and you try to ask you know, questions that you allow them to speak, you know. Well, what was grandma like to you? What are some good memories? What are some things that you enjoy? And it kind of changes just the mind a little bit, mm-hmm. even though the process of trying to figure out what's life going to be like post mm-hmm. grandma no longer being around, mm-hmm. but still trying to keep in mind, wow, we did have good times. I, mm-hmm. I remember her here. I remember those times. Mm-hmm. But it's still a part that, that struggle of trying to say, you know what, I'm going to try to maintain. It's so difficult because the unknown. Um, not being able, as you said, not as you shared, not being able to see the person anymore. Even though I may not have seen them every day, but the thought of them no longer being around, or the thought of something that is dear to you, whether it's a job, a house, a car, whatever, maybe no longer around, it becomes so difficult to grasp, to understand. And so I think even in the process of grieving, I think we'll talk about it later, is the need to have support, the need to have something to deal with what may happen because each and every one of us um, are going to face some form of grieving, processing some type of loss in our lives. Mm-hmm. And we have to find a way, um, as difficult as it, I know it may sound right now, but finding a way to prepare ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, to prepare ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but before you go into some, I wanted to look into four categories of grieving, Pete, if you don't mind. Because I found it so interesting when I read this, and I wanted to share with our listeners. Mm -hmm. um, You know, and uh, uh, the first one was grieving the unknown. And it goes, it it, it ties into what we were just speaking about, the Mm -hmm. anticipatory grief. And that is when the future is unknown. For example, you hear bad news. The bad news can be um, you went to the doctor, and you found out that there may be a terminally ill, you know, you have terminal illness, mm-hmm. you're a family member, or losing someone. Yeah. So now you're thinking the worst, like, wow, so what's going to happen next? Mm-hmm. I'm not ready. What's happening? Because you just heard some bad news until you're expecting the worst. Yeah. Until you're processing what that's going to look like. The second one is grieving social isolation. And it said it happens a lot with older people. As you get older, you find that when you're younger, you're able to socialize more because you're around more people, whether it's at school, whether it's at events. But as you get older and responsibilities kick in, you find that your social interaction with other individuals are no longer the same. It changes. Mm-hmm. And so you need to grieve that aspect of, wow, there's going to be a time where I'm going to have to be by myself. And there's so many people being now they have an issue, they have a hard time being by themselves. Mm-hmm. And so they grieve that process of how do I, so I'd rather be out all the time. And so they also need some support in that area. Mm-hmm. Another one was grieving normalcy. For example, um, something that you're used to doing um, uh, for a very long time or something that is... Um, What's the best way of saying it? Um, 
let's say you're used to your job or uh, we talk about separation, divorce, having an unexpected move. When that just unexpectedly changes for you, you grieve that because it's no longer your norm has been shifted, has been changed. And mm-hmm. so you grieve that process of trying to understand what it's like going to be like after what I'm used to, my everyday routine has mm-hmm. now is now going to change. Yeah. And that's a process. And the last one is grieving in life change. So for example, let's say you used to be independent and mm-hmm. now you depend on someone else. Mm-hmm. That is a grieving of life change. Um, like when your daily routine is disrupted, you mm-hmm. find many seniors who have to depend on someone because there may be a change in how they move, um, maybe a change of memory. Mm-hmm. Um, those are all different signs or different forms of grieving. Mm-hmm. And so in each, form, in, each, in each of these categories, Pete, whether it's you, myself, or our listeners, each and every one of us may have or know someone that have fallen in those categories, if not one or more, but at least one. Mm-hmm. And as we're trying to process those things, um, we have to ask ourselves, even while processing, whether it's last year, this year, two years ago, 10 years ago, have we found solutions? Have we been able to truly process to the place to where we can function? And when we do function, that it's, um, it's a healthy function. It's, 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 it's leading us um, to a better place in our lives. Because oftentimes we can say, yeah, I'm moving, I'm, 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 I'm I'm, I'm making stride, but in the strides that we're taking, are we putting the grieving process in the back burner so we don't deal with it? Because it's still there, but we'd rather just put it to the side mm-hmm. and try to move on. But it's still there. Recovery. Unfortunately, some people don't grieve. They just pick it and put it in the back burner, like you said, and then they think, okay, life goes on until the next time it catches up with us at the unexpected moment. And then, you know, so the thing is a couple of things. First, mm-hmm. based on what you said, everybody grieves differently. The thing is that person needs to figure out how is best for them to grieve and actually really grieve instead of just putting it aside and then move on thinking that it's all gone. I didn't, I remember the first not the first time really. It was, I think actually it was the second time I actually lost someone very, very close. And I didn't grieve. I was in school when I got the news and I tried to put it in the background thinking, okay, I got over it. It was almost, I'd say almost 15 years to, to almost 20, 15 to 20 years later when I actually grieved that person. He was he was a cousin of mine. We were mm-hmm. very, very close. And he was shot and 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 then yeah, he died. I, when I got the news, I was like I was in the middle of exam exam time. So that was like the worst time to get the news. But I'm glad they told me because I don't think I'd be uh, happy with with my family if they didn't tell me while I was in school. Like if they didn't tell me at all, they waited and then until school was over because School, I went to school year round, even during the summer, I still stayed in class, so there was no better time to tell me, really. So, my yeah. mother called me and told me about it, and yeah, it, it took a toll. And I thought I grieved about it, but I didn't. I sort mm-hmm. of put it in the back burner so I could still continue with school and strive, and things were okay. 
until one day, and I say almost 10, 15 years later, 15 to 20 years later, I was in the gym setting the sauna and I heard a song mm. that we both enjoyed because him, him and I, we were very close and we had plans, things to do, uh, things to do after he graduated and all that stuff. And, you know, I know when that song, whenever it comes to the radio, we jammed on it, we, we enjoy each other's company and whatever. So. When I heard the song, that's when I realized I never dealt with it. I just broke down. Mm. In the sauna. Can you imagine crying in the sauna? <laughs> it, mm. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I shocked myself mm -hmm. because I never actually properly deal with the whole thing itself. So I just, from then on, I just vowed to just let the process go through. Go yeah. through the process, deal with it, and then you know, so I can so I can move forward. Now, when I think about him now, it's not so much, you know, I, I just I, I just think about the happy moments, the things that we used to do and enjoy. It's too bad that we're not gonna be able to do them anymore, but we get to move uh, at a, a at a forward pace in life. Uh, but the the part two, what I was gonna say is that look, we as individuals, we tend to deal with things differently. And we think, mm. we tend to think that, okay, our way is the best. Mm. Mm. And sometimes it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> because, okay, especially we know whenever we meet, we lose someone, especially it depends on how close the, the person is. We, we know that it can be a little tough to deal with. Now, because we have other priorities in our life we think okay yeah life must go on yeah life must go on but you can't just sweep something up over the rug and don't think it's going to come by you afterwards mm -hmm. it does what happens is that that thing created a drama in you not a drama i'm sorry a trauma mm -hmm. that that then connected with the memory now whenever you see or feel or even have anything reminding you of it, it will come back and hit you the, the like the weirdest way possible. Thing that you, a way that you might not necessarily want to happen in public, but regardless. Look, I, I was a grown man sitting in a sauna crying when a bunch of people were sitting around me and I couldn't stop. Mm. You know what I mean? So from, from then on, you, you sort of have to deal with things as they come. You know, death is is un, unprecedented. Nobody really knows when it's gonna come. Even if when you do know it's gonna come, it never really is as receiving as we may think, because we still have it's still sad. And and that point, you know, my, my grandmother was ninety six, and when she died, I'm I'm like, okay, it sucked. I I I was very sad, but at the same time, she was ninety six. She lived a full life, and she was ready. And she told us. It didn't stop me from being sad, but you know, she, you know, we understood comparing to one of my good friends who died when he was in his mid-30s. Yeah, yeah. You see what I mean? The guy had his whole life in front of him. He had all this and that. And it, it was just it's just one of those things you have to process. And again, this episode is called that for a reason. It's not just about grieving, it's the process of grieving. What gets you from here to there for you to mm -hmm. not necessarily be comfortable with the idea, but knowing that when that topic comes up, it's not going to hit you as hard. Yeah. Dealt with it in a way where you've accepted and understand what has just happened. Yeah. 
And, you know, for some, as we speak about grieving, not just the death as we shared, but sometimes the process of um, having to be at a new school, a new job, being Mm -hmm. in a place where, um, you know, understanding that as difficult as it may be, you may be in a place where everyone doesn't like you. I'm just being real. Everyone doesn't want to be your friend. They're not going to interact with you the way that you did, the way that it was at the other job. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or in your in the community that you lived in, the community that you lived in before where you were raised. Mm-hmm. Um, you may move it into a new place um, because of whatever circumstance, whether it's a new job or you were forced to move because your last job let you go. And mm-hmm. so now you're in a new environment, you're the new kid on the block and you're expected to be welcomed. And all of a sudden, your new boss or your supervisor they may feel intimidated. They may feel a certain way about you. And so now all of a sudden, you have to deal with that. So your process of getting going to work every morning and trying to deal with this because you're anticipating, oh, brother, what are they going to do to me today? Same thing with teenagers. Same thing with schools. You go to a new school. Um, you're expecting something. Uh, am I going to make new friends? Are they going to like me? And you may get there. And what you thought, it, what, what you thought was going to be a welcoming situation mm-hmm. it's not and i'm not saying it's like that for every situation but you're also looking at all the different aspects of life you know <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm laughing not because what you're saying is funny it's because the second you started uh with that topic i, I sort of um had this um uh, this memory i was a professor at upstate connecticut um, mm-hmm. and uh the student who transferred as a junior came to my 300 level course Mm-hmm. And she, she she came and in the the classroom atmosphere yeah kids tease each other they you know they try to up upstage each other one way or another and, and all that stuff but uh the student came to my office after class and said that uh, she was crying and she was like you know they um her the, her classmates don't like her I said how how do you figure that yeah. how can you tell he's like well she's like well apparently you know because she answers a lot of questions in class this and that she was in a different school she transferred mid-year uh well she transferred uh you know in the middle of her program to come to this school while mm-hmm. her classmates were already friends from my 100 level course took their 200 and now they're my 300 so yeah. a lot of were already friends so they had inside jokes when she when you know when they say something and they're laughing together she asked what, what what does that mean and she they they wouldn't tell her because they're like no nah, it was something you had to be there type of thing of course she felt bad they you know they and and, and you know in, in addition to the fact that she was always i don't want to say teacher's pick because it, it was college <laughs> but <laughs> she was that kid who wants to volunteer for a lot of things and she mm-hmm. wanted to help well, her classmates didn't like that very much. So because of that, she felt like they didn't like her. So in, 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 in response, I told her, look, they've been friends forever, at least three years, okay? You just got here. It's understandable if you feel left out, but you can't think it's because they don't like you. <laughs> Granted, when I spoke to one of them, they don't care whether about, it's not about liking. It's like they don't want to go back trying to explain something they've already got when they were in 100 level course <laughs> when they were a freshman now they're juniors yeah. and explain it they don't have that kind of time they don't care that much about it to yeah. explain everything to her so she can be in the joke 
Yeah. So that if she wants to be in that, she makes the joke and then get them into it or if they want to be friends. Otherwise, it's not really that deep for them. Mm. I explained to her, oh, they don't hate you. They don't have anything against you. They just don't want to be bothered with trying to explain a joke that they both, they started in freshman year while this is a junior class course. Mm -hmm. she, she, she sort of looked at it in a different way and said, okay, yeah. But unfortunately, now, granted, they were grown up, unfortunately, younger kids don't see it that way. Yeah. You That's look right. at them differently, you don't like them. You look at them differently, you hate them. All of a sudden, you know, so that's a process that they have to deal with moving forward. Okay, am I going to create a new joke to help this class to accept me, or am I going to just pee on and stay in the corner and see they don't like me? Mm. It, it, the thing is, in life, we're going to have to figure out where we fit in and where we don't. You know, and sometimes things come to us with full force, we sort of have to deal with it. The thing is, if we don't take it as as it comes, it's going to be harder for us to move on. Mm. New relationship, new friendship, new uh, new locations, mm. new life, mm. death or change. Mm. We sort of have to deal with it. Grieving is not a problem. Some people find it to be a, a weakness when it isn't. It is really just another way to make you stronger to live mm. with something that you don't have anymore. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? So can our audience fix it more on the new changes as opposed to the weaknesses that it may feel okay? Yeah, if you need to cry, go ahead. Sit down and drop those tears because it will help you not only relax, but accept and see what else is in front of you, as opposed to okay, you know what? I'm just gonna hold it in until it becomes uh a detriment to my life or the relationships I have in my life. Because yeah, yeah. I don't like know this. any relationship who ends that way because they never uh, uh, grieved the previous one. Mm -hmm. So now they brought all this issue in this new relationship and they expect everybody to accept it. I think you made a good point where you said, and I was going to touch base and you nailed it, where you said, yes, grieving is a process. Don't rush it. Go through the process. Mm -hmm. Um, 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 um Embrace the process as difficult as it may be. And as you're embracing it, um, trust the process. And as you're going through that process, um, it's important to have the right support too around you that's going to give you the support that you need. You're not looking for someone to give you answers. You're not looking for someone to try to fix the problem, uh, but you're wanting individuals in your life that's going to be there when you need them. When you need them, but again, at the end, at the end of the day, grieving is a process that each and every one of us will go through if we haven't experienced it. But we will, um, as we um, are blessed with the breath of life, um, and as we go through life, as we go through this journey um, in finding out what it is that we're here for. Uh, oftentimes, there's going to be good times, and there's going to be times where we have to grieve, and as we're grieving. Remember that it's not the end. This is just the beginning of a new process. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, uh, I, I don't want to over saturate. I don't want to, you know, say too much as far as the episode goes. But I want audience to re realize and remember in life, 
we are going to have us. I've had uh, uh, clients, friends, and different people who have people do different types of greetings, like Ed mentioned earlier. The thing is, once you figure out which one you fall into, you just have to follow the process. Because if you don't, if you try to rush it or push it aside, mask it with something else, it will come back to hurt. And it will hurt when it comes back. It will come back at the most unexpected moment. Okay? Um, mm. You know, very, very you know, I, I, we, we, I, we just lost this family member and it hurts in different ways. It hurts in, you know, whether when when you're just thinking about, you know, who she who she is, who she was, who she aspired to be at such a young age for the slides to just go away. It is always gonna be something that you know that that is left undone. Mm -hmm. Now for you to move forward, it's not to say you have to brush it on the rug. You just have to okay. How do I accept that? There is a powerful being when this is happening. Now, we have to figure out the reason as to why it is okay to know, okay, now this is over for her. Hopefully, she's really at peace. And, and, I, and I'm sorry to just go back to the grieving part again, but it, it is part of the process in itself. For, for her to say, okay, yeah, you know what? For you to say, okay, yeah, you know what? I'm going to move forward, knowing that now she's at peace. Mm. It's not going to hurt anymore. You know, and, and, and how can I make my life a, a, a living testimony for others? And, and, and knowing that she is an inspiration in, in, in many different ways. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, we, we know that... Um, so many of us take life for granted sometimes and we don't realize. It. And th this is the part. And I, I know if you have not heard why we started this podcast <laughs> in the first place, please go back in the previous episodes. Because the thing is, a lot of people take life for granted. A lot of people mm. think about why life is worth living. Yes. Mm. Now we're grieving. This person has lost their lives. And we now have to move forward with our own. How do we do that without sabotaging it, knowing somebody just lost theirs? Yeah. I don't want. I don't want to. I don't want to just keep going and eventually break down here. But let, let, let's just say, um, I do. I do hope that she does find peace. Mm -hmm. uh, and as you know, life goes on. You know, we'll see her again one day, one of these days. Yeah, no, no. Life may be in here, but it isn't over. Yeah. Okay. Life, life on earth is over, but you know, the world is still going on, and you know, there there are many things that could be done, and hopefully, you know, one day, you know, things are a little different. Definitely. Um, you know, whatever it is you may believe. It, it um let's hope it's not the life that is that has ended is not over is is not has not gone to waste yeah you yeah I mean? yeah so yeah now i'm going to say I, I appreciate you sharing that part is difficult i know you, you, you and your family are trying to process at this time and trying to 
um, mourn, but um, just know our condolences and my condolences to you and your family. We'll definitely continue to keep them in our thoughts and prayers because we, you know, we, we, we need this is the time where we support one another and we try to be there as best as we can. Um, and to our listeners, you know, if you know anyone that's grieving at this time, you know, be there for them as best as you can because they also need it. So, um, again, uh, to our listeners, grieving is not the end, it's a process. It is. Remember, it is grieving is not the end, it's a process. So, don't give up on yourself, don't be hard on yourself. Um, as Dora said, I tell our kids, as I tell my students all the time, when they come to my office and they have a challenge, I tell them, I think her name is Dory, right? The mm -hmm. fish, mm -hmm. just keep swimming. I tell them, just keep swimming. It's mm -hmm. difficult. I know that you know, the grieving process is so hard and not necessarily knowing what the outcome is going to be. Sometimes you have to have that. And I have to remind myself the same, mm -hmm. just keep swimming, mm -hmm. just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, hopefully the audience enjoyed this episode. Hopefully I didn't get too sappy on you. And <laughs> I, I promise I didn't cry. But I, I would like for you to keep um Stefan in your in your in your thoughts as the family goes through this process, a grieving process, and, and trying to deal with what's happening and, and, and how to move forward. With those thoughts, I like to remind everybody, I am remarkably made. You are remarkably made. We're all remarkably made. And therefore, it's worth living. Trust the process. Mm -hmm.